world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, some technical difficulties already this morning as we're getting ready to celebrate the natural family month. Hey, Spencer, going to throw you a curveball here. Folks, communion, get a communion. We're going to do some, uh, <clears throat> take communion here in a second. Spencer, going to throw you a, a curveball. Pull up my Facebook page. Folks, I want you to see something <clears throat> that is very, very real. And most of us, we don't understand this happen. It's called uh, shadow banning. Shadow banning, okay? This is my Facebook page. I want you to show, yesterday I posted, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I got uh, I got 6,500 followers. So you would think that if you post something, all 6,500 followers would, would get it, right? So yesterday, scrolling down a little bit, Spencer. Yesterday, uh, look, I put this up there, got some reaction. I put that up, I got some reaction. I posted yesterday. Keep on going down, buddy. I posted yesterday. Oh, there's my wife. I love her. Stop right there. I posted this. Richard Gage interview, the 911 truth. You guys watched it, right? We saw it. We did it. It's great, right? I posted it. Look down at the bottom. Two shares. Two shares. How about views? Are there any are there any comments? No comment on that thing. Zero comments. 6,500 followers on Facebook and two shares. And no comments. Folks, this is shadow banning. This is the kind of stuff that we do. So I want you, I'm I'm just telling you this because I want you to know, realize that when you put something out on Facebook and you think everybody's going to see it, they're not seeing it. They're not seeing it. Now, what would make them shadow ban 911? Hmm. 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 Interesting, isn't it? Look, go to who shared this thing. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, American Hands, John Diamond gave us a thumbs up. Barb Pruitt Graham gave us a thumbs up. Pete Limbaugh, thanks, Pete, gave us a thumbs up. Steve Scheller gave us a thumbs up. And Kathy Laborde Dizotel gave us a thumbs up. That's it. That's it. Huh? If I did one on how good homosex was, everybody would be like, right? So I just want you to know that shadow banning is in fact very, very real. This is the kind of stuff that we're up against. This is what cost us an election, by the way. Right? It cost us an election. Wow. Hey, we're going to take communion. Get ready for communion. Uh, I got some, I, Lord really, really dumped something on me today that, that we're going to get at. Judah's got a hand raised already. Go ahead, Judah. Uh, I was just going to say shadow banning is very real. None of my posts get uh, published. And you only get one or two on there and massive, massive. What's interesting, though, is if you look at uh, if you you post the same things on Instagram, Instagram will actually bypass 
things and get larger views. Um, but hmm. then also if you copy, uh, paste and put it in the obviously true social, um, that's getting out there. I haven't seen that get banned yet. Or... Well, you guys could maybe help by posting some of those stuff. Cause I don't, I don't do any of those things. I don't have to do. The only thing I do is Facebook. I'm an old, I'm an old guy, right? So if anybody, if you get, get a chance and you're on all those platforms and we do something like this, put it on all those platforms. That's what I say when I say share, word, share, share, come on, man. Sure, you get. It's up to us to spread this, pass this all, right? We've got to do it. So Coach if you're Steve, on all those gotta, platforms, put put this I, stuff out here so people will see it. I'll gladly help you. Um, I know there's other people who have other people who help. You know, for example, even the, you know, if you're a congressman, you have a team of three people, and they take care of all your social media platforms by reposting things. So it could be a good uh, asset to get information out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We can talk about that later. I'm just trying to show you something. Okay. And let me show you something else real quickly as we move on. Go do communion. I'm sick and tired of Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. Oh, he's going to, boy, he's going to punch somebody in the face. Oh, he's going to pin him down. And then he votes for the, then he votes to, for the Democrat bill. All right, my folks, I'm telling you, we're, we are, we are in the midst of something for sure. Um, well, I'm looking over here. Communion annual. Come on, man. Numbers are starting to come up a little bit now. It's a week from today, and here's the good news. I checked, finally, the extended forecast. I've been worrying because we're in the midst of a dry spell. Like It's been quite a you – know, we had a lot of rain now. We haven't had any for quite a while. So I went to my, my good uh, – I've been waiting. The 10-day forecast hasn't been available yet because it hasn't been 10 days out. So I looked 10 days out. Next Friday, Saturday, 76, sunny, 79, cloudy, and Sunday, 85. So the weather is going to be good. At uh, at our annual event, and uh, really, really looking forward to that. Betty, Betty, come on in real quickly, and then we'll real we'll quick. Yeah, I was just saying. A lot of times they don't take Rumble and stuff like that on Facebook, yeah. so yeah. I make a little comment and I say read, read below, and I put it in the comment section. For some reason, they don't catch the comments yet. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Betty. Thanks, Betty. Uh, we're on to something. I'm going to I'm going to show you some stuff here this morning if we can. Joe, are you out there? That you can take us through communion before I get us too far down the road to rescue us. Good morning, Steve Deck. Good to see you. Good morning, Mary Kelly, Jean Schroeder. Morning, G- uh, Joanne. Good morning, Pete Trombley. Thank thank you. Bless you, God. Uh, Myra, Charlene. I see all you guys out there. I see y'all out there. Thanks for being there. Morning, Clay. Got matching hats on today, don't we? I think we do. Go ahead. Are you there, Joe? Boom. Okay, Joe's having some issues. Uh, can somebody else lead us in communion? And by some, anybody else? Worried about? Well, uh, I don't need. I can I don't, if you want me to, uh, Coach. No, no I'm going to find somebody else. All right. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the with the house of Israel. And with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break. Mm-hmm. I was a husband unto them, saith the Lord. But this shall be the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my law in their inward parts, and right in their hearts, and will be their God, and they shall be my people. 
Hang on there a second, Vinny. I got a revelation yesterday. I hope some of you did as well. There's all kinds of laws in the Bible that we don't take as commandments, but laws are just the same as commandments in that if you break that law, there are consequences to it, right? Amen. We focus on the Ten Commandments and all that kind of stuff. No, no, there, man, there, there are laws all throughout. That's what he says right here. I will put my law in their inward parts, and I'm going to write my law, what? Law sowing and reaping, whatever that would be. And Okay, go ahead, Denny. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall know me. They shall all know me. From the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Amen. Brand new creature in Christ. All things have passed away. Behold, all things becoming. That's what the scripture says. We don't believe that. We don't live that. We don't. We think we got to follow rules and regulations. But the reality of it is, if you break one of God's laws, there's consequences. the natural consequences to it. If you do this, this is going to happen. You step on that button, you're going to get wet. You step on the button, hey, you get wet. It's not the devil. It's not the devil. You have violated one of his laws. He says, don't do that. And then you do it. Say, well, gee, your family falls apart. Wasn't the devil. I told you, don't do that. And you did it. Right? Ignorance of the law is no excuse. Go ahead, Vinny. You're doing great. Or do you want me to take it from here? Sure. So, uh, so on the night that they were betrayed, they took bread. He took bread and he gave it to his disciples and he said, this is my body given up for you for the remission of your sins. Hmm. This little thing here just signifies what I did for you. Take it and eat it. And then he took um, he took wine. Funny, isn't it? Took wine. Didn't take water. Took wine. He said, this is a cup of my blood. The blood of the new and everlasting covenant. As often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord, for what you did for us. Amen. Amen. There's power in what we just did there, boys and girls. It's not just some religious ceremony. I believe there's power in it. Uh, I don't I don't believe it comes becomes the actual body and blood of Jesus, but if it does, it happens just as real right here at this computer as it does with some priest standing in the pulpit. You are you with me on that? It either it either does or it doesn't. And sadly, millions and millions of people, me included, spent most of our lives thinking we had to go to church to get communion. Isn't that crazy? Like you have to go to McDonald's to get a hamburger. No, you can cook one at home. Amen. Thank you, Benny. Benny, well done, man. So, Joe, I'm sorry you didn't get in here, man. Uh, we appreciate you. Wow. Okay, I, I, something really the Lord really gave me today. <clears throat> uh, I, I mentioned already, didn't I? Uh, this is Pride Month. This begins Pride Month. That's why I wore my stuff today. Think about this a second. Folks, can you think of anything more vile? that a man could do to another man. 
than engage in sodomy. Can can you can you can I'm, I'm, I mean, what could what could possibly be more humiliating than that? And I want to show you a, a dichotomy. Say, Coach, what's a dichotomy? Well, you could look it up, but I can tell you, di means two. Dichotomy ideas. So ideas are two counter. Uh, pull that up there, Spencer, so I don't mess it too much. Go to Webster and look up dichotomy. Dichotomy. A little bit of English day here. Dichotomy down there at the bottom. A dichotomy is division or distribution of ideas or pairs. A dichotomy is ha- is believing two things that really don't go together, can't, can't go together. Anal sex isn't love. And love isn't anal sex. Love for a man, well, you get it, right? That's the dichotomy. And so they, they, what, the, what they've tried to do is they've tried to convince us that sex is love and love is sex. Right? This, this will sound crazy. There are a lot of sexless marriages out there with two people who are still deeply, deeply in love. You don't have to have sex in order to express love. But we've made those two things synonymous. Are you with me? Somebody give me a thumbs up. You're with me? We'll make sure that you're tracking with what I'm talking about here today, right? Boom. And so because we now have people who, who are identified, we have an entire month where we identify people by what they do with their sex organs. We take an entire month and celebrate that. By the way, I shot the rabbit or the coon yesterday. It's horrible. But I was thinking, you know, he, he's here because uh, somebody reproduced him. That was somebody's child. Or that was somebody's, well, definitely somebody's child. It was somebody's mother. And the only way he got here was a, a male coon and a female coon got together. I, I didn't ask him if he was transgendered. I assumed he wasn't. But all of us watching here right now today know this truth, that it takes a man and a woman to create a human being. We all know, we all know that. And yet they're lying to us, giving us pride month. 30 days of celebrating butt sex. I'd say that. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, Bible says that those things that shouldn't even be spoken of. <laughs> shouldn't even be spoken of. Even in the dark, shouldn't even speak of it. And we celebrate it. That's how far they've taken us. So I want, to, want you to see what the Lord showed me this morning. Pull up, if you would, uh, <clears throat> um, lovers of self. I'm sorry I didn't number them for you this morning, Spence. I said, Lord, what's going on? What's going on? Now, this is 2 Timothy. You find it, Spence? The first, the lovers of self, first thing. <clears throat> this is out of 2 Timothy chapter 3. June used to be um, Immaculate Mary month or something like that. I can't remember what it was. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, there it is. This no also. Okay, now look I, I, I'm sorry. I've talked. I, I say I told. We've discussed this before. Okay. Chapter three is nothing more than the continuation of chapter two. When they when they wrote the book of Timothy, they didn't write them in chapters. They wrote a letter. And the second chapter. Go to the second chapter real quick. Go back one. Second chapter of Timothy talks about. 
hardness of a soldier, the Christian life, yada, 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 and on and on and on. Then he says, by the way, because all this has gone on, folks, you have to read one, two to understand three. So he says, because, look, and meekness instructing themselves, if God peradventure give them repentance, acknowledge the truth, that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive at his will. So the end of, of chapter two was telling us that people are taken captive by the devil at his will. And he goes on to the next paragraph, not the next chapter, on to the next paragraph. He says, then know this also then, that in the last times perilous times shall come. Hey, Gene Schroeder, when was the last time? What, what was... What was Timothy writing about there? This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall. Was he talking about today? Or did they think that it was perilous times right then? Was he writing this for me 4,000 years later? Yes, it is. It applies. It applies. It doesn't change. Because here's what's going on, folks. He's showing us not the end time sign he's showing you what people are going to be doing as we approach the he's showing you the nature of man okay so he says this know also that as things get worse and worse perilous times are going to come you know why perilous times are going to come he's given you the reason perilous times are coming for men are lovers of their own selves they're covetous boasters anybody Think about Pride Month here, will you? Proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Remember we talked about yesterday the fact that if you violate God's laws, these are the consequences. Without natural affection. I used to think that man homo still probably does, but how could you kill your own baby? I couldn't even kill a coon yesterday. How could somebody kill a baby? Because they don't have natural affection. They're truth breakers, false accusers. Anybody want thumbs up, amen in here? Are you, are you seeing this around us everywhere we look? Incontinent, uncontrollable, fierce, despisers of those that are good. They're tradies, traitors, heady, high minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Oh, they look like they're godly. They're Republicans. They don't do a damn thing to push back against the darkness because they deny the power thereof. Hey, turn away from those folks. <laughs> Quit love. Congress ain't going to do it. It's telling us, right? Don't do that. Why? Because Congress, these guys are the sort who creep into houses. And they lead captive silly women laden with lust, led away with divers' lusts. And these people are ever learning. And they still want to take the vaccine. These people are still ever learning and still want to wear a mask. These people are ever learning and still want to follow the orders of their doctor, right? They, they, they never get it. They never get it. Amen. This is what's happening. It's in front of us. They give us Pride Month, and the whole American society is forced to celebrate sodomy. I said, Lord, how can that happen? How can that happen? He said, because they're lovers of self. Boom. Benny. That's what he said. Boom. They're lovers of self. Pride? It's one of the seven deadly sins, isn't it? 
pride. Pride cometh before a fall. God hates pride, haughty eyes. Everything that the Lord hates about pride is honored in America today. Somebody say amen. Uh, because I, the Lord showed me this today. It's a spirit. Boom. It's amen. a coach. It's a spirit. Did you ever hear? Um, I'm going to hear some. Here's what I want us all to see. I was thinking about this the other day, watching Lindsey Graham or one of those guys. And I thought, you know, what kind of person? You guys ever watch those debates in Congress? What kind of person would want to do that for a living? Huh? Do you know of anybody? Anybody? That, why would anybody want to run for public office and deal with that horse crap with those idiots across the aisle? Why can those guys sit in there and put on this act that they're all good and holy and righteous? What is going on? Why? Well, Lord said, uh, "In lovers of self." I said, well, Lord, that would mean they're narcissistic, right? Huh? You mean to tell me? Like, why? can somebody tell me right now, why would Ron DeSantis want to be president? Does anybody out there think Ron DeSantis wants to be president of the United States because he just can't wait to straighten America out? Is there anybody out there that actually believes that? No way. Is that why Joe Biden wanted to be president of the United States? He just had a burning desire to get in there and straighten everything out? No, no. It's not about that, right? He's a narcissist. And I did some research this morning. I said, what, what's a narcissist? Do you know where that comes from, the term narcissist? That was the name of the guy who looked into the reflecting pool and saw his face and fell in love with himself. Did you guys know that? Narcissist. That was his name. Narcissist. Maybe you maybe can pull that up. Real quick, pull up narcissist and see what it says, Vince. Uh, d- d- don't do that. Just do it. Uh, just Google it. Narcissist. See what it says. See if it tells us who this little guy was. Narcissist. Not cyst. See, not cyst. Narcissist. It doesn't matter. You may not find it. Just trust me. Narcissist. It's a tough, tough word to spell, isn't it? Narcissist. That was, it. that was the guy. Anyway, so narcissist is somebody who's in love with themselves, Okay. So we are, uh, we are in love with ourselves, having a form of godliness, denying the power thereof, right? Uh, you with me? Are you tracking with me today? I think you are, okay? So I said, well, Lord, what's, what is a narcissist? What, what is that? And so it's, I, I got, the, got the link there. Narcissistic behavior. Now, I said, well, wait a minute. Yeah, good. Stay right there, man. There he is. There's a narcissist. How many knew this? Quit lying. Don't, don't, don't tell me you did because you didn't. I didn't know it. In Greek mythology, Narcissus was a hunter from someplace who was known for his beauty. And according to the, he rejected all romantic advances, eventually falling in love with his own reflection in the pool in the water. That's what a homosexual is, folks. They're a narcissist. They're in love with themselves. They are to, I've never met one. Well, that's not true. That will be, that is the number one characteristic of a homosexual. They are narcissistic. It is all about them. Boom. You with me? Not only is it about them, they want to make sure you accept them. You accept them. They need your constant approval. Okay, you with me? That's a narcissist. So I said, okay, Lord, now that I know that, how do we, how do we recognize them? Pull them up there, Spence. Narcissistic behaviors. 
Ask yourself, as you look over the spectrum of America, if a spirit of narcissist is not alive and well in America. I'm sorry, I didn't know. 15 telltale signs of narcissistic behavior. Now, as we go down through this, I want you to think about uh, uh, athletes, uh, performers, movie stars, politicians. Dare I say it? Dare I say it? Pastors. See if you recognize these signs of a narcissist. By the way, children, husbands, spouses, girlfriends. Scroll down there. Let's go through these real quick. 15 telltale signs. Number one, they make everything about themselves. Number one sign, man. Number one, oh my goodness. Narcissists function at core as a disorder of listening. They don't even want to hear, they don't, they, they couldn't, they can't wait for you to stop talking so they can talk. That's a narcissist. Number two, let's make them quick. I'll put it in the chat. You can follow them on your own. They want control and power. Lindsey Graham. They want control and power and they want to lead. Hey folks, Donald Trump is a narcissist, okay? He's a narcissist. Number three, they make grandiose statements all the time. Remember Muhammad Ali? I'm the greatest. Prettiest face, right? The narcissist. Number four, narcissists will cheat on you. Why will they cheat on you? Because they couldn't care less what you think. They give you the impression that they do, but they at the bottom of it, they couldn't care less on you. Number five, they'll manipulate you until they get what they want. Oh, could I talk there for a few minutes? Boom. Mm-hmm. Number six. They swear at you a lot and use sexually gratuitous language. Number seven. It's always an argument. <laughs> it's always an argument and it's always about them. <laughs> anybody know anybody like it? Huh? All right, folks, listen to me. This is a spirit. This is a spirit. And it's a, it, it's, huh? This is what's driving gay pride month. Okay. They are in and out of relationships frequently. They can't keep friends and they can't keep friends. And it's never their fault. You are the P-R-I-C-K. You are. You, you did this to them. You said this. About, you did. You did. It's never their fault. No, no, no. They, they were just perfect. They were just going around just living and loving everybody. And it's you. you it's you. They pay way too much attention to their physical appearance. They change the subject when emotional subjects come up. Oh, 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 yeah, they do. Their eyes glaze over and become distant when you're talking. You ever notice that? You ever talk to a narcissist and you know one thing? They're waiting for you to shut up so they can tell you what they think. Somebody say amen, know what I'm talking about. No people like that. <laughs> They're not yeah. even listening to you. They just, they just can't wait yeah. to hear what you think, right? Mm. They are a terrible sport. I mean, they can't they can take a joke. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I love gigging them. Number 13, they love to cross your boundaries and break rules. They like to poke on you. They like to poke, 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 poke. They collect trophies and status symbols. The house yep, is there the it house. is. Huh? Oh, oh, yeah. And they're abs- they absolutely worship the perfect person in their life, which is them. 
All right? Cool. So I said, okay, Lord. What the heck's a sociopath then? I understand what a narcissist is. Anybody know a narcissist? I, I, I know a bunch. I, I got several in my mind right now. Huh? Some of them drop out of the queue, by the way. <laughs> oh, I hear you say, well, Coach, you're the narcissist. Yeah, maybe, but I own the show. So I, I get to stay here and do it. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Hey, oh, my, this is so good. Isn't it? When's the last time you heard about this in church? Huh? When's the last time? And see, we like encourage never. And we encourage it, right? So my my, my little uh, grandson uh, playing baseball last night. They got beat pretty good. He gets in the car, gave me a ride home, and I said, uh, "Davy, how how things go tonight?" My grampy, I got I got three hits. Yeah, Davy, your team lost. He looked at me. So yeah, you got three hits, but your team lost. How about you getting three hits? Now, I want you to stop and think about when most of us, most parents, take our child to sports, what do we do? We totally focus and honor them, and they all get trophies. And nobody's ever allowed to feel bad, and it's the coach's fault, and he didn't like you. And so what do we do? We are constantly building up self-esteem. And by the way, self-esteem is earned. It's not something you just give somebody. Amen. Betty can tell me how handsome I am, all she wants to. And all I got to do is look at my wife and say, I got that one. I must be okay. Something about me must be okay. The proof's in the pudding, not in the words, right? So flattery is all part of the narcissistic behavior because they're trying to win you over to like them. Okay, Sherry's liking this. I'm just Sherry. Good. Okay, so what's a psychopath? Psychopath. Did you know that's a made-up word? Did you know that they really can't even explain what Spencer says, where is that? It's right above that one. <clears throat> psychopath. Because I didn't I didn't really know what the psychopath was. Did you guys know? No. Common signs of a, psycho, a psychopath. It's a made-up word, by the way. What's a psychopath? Psychopath, a uh, form of antisocial personality disorder. Psychiatrists make all this stuff up, right? Serious chronic personality disorder. Interfere with person's moods, their thinking, their decision-making, their behavior as well. See, I, I've noticed this uh, about homosexuality in particular. I've, I, I've had, uh, say, say it the right way. It's all about them. You have got to, you've got to accept them and their choice and my rights. It's always about, it's always about, now, that's for all psychopaths. Charlie Manson was a psychopath. Huh? Nancy Pelosi is a psychopath. Are you, are you with me? So what are the signs of a psychopath? And I'm going to open it up here. Superficial charm and charisma. These are the things you look for in somebody who's a psychopath, which, by the way, can become a narcissist. Not all narcissists are psychopaths, but most psychopaths are narcissists. Jeffrey Dahmer actually ate human beings. Dude, that's pretty sick, isn't it? So superficial charm and charisma. I'll put this in the chat. Unnecessary cruelty or a mean streak. You guys know somebody like that? Any of you married to a man or know somebody that's real, real nice out in public? And boy, when they get home, oh, jeezy, carbony. They're a wife-beating, screaming, hollering fool. Oh, yeah, I know some of those. 
They lie, they do exaggerations, and they're dishonest. That's about every congressman ever steps before a microphone. Lies, exaggerations, dishonesty. Telling you what they're going to do. They're pathological liars. Pathological liars mean they cannot control their ability to lie. They're pathological. Because folks are narcissistic at heart. So they have to lie to cover up their inadequacy. Let's go quickly. I know you want to get in there. Go scrolling down. Number four, they lack accountability. <laughs> no kidding. How much longer are we going to keep Lindsey Graham in office? Now, Harry Reid. Or not Harry Reid, but I call him that all the time. Mitch McConnell. Thank God we got rid of Nancy. See, Nancy Pelosi quit when she couldn't be the leader. Did you notice that? She couldn't be the leader anymore, so she quit. Need for power, control, and dominance. These are what these folks, these are the characteristics of a psychopath. Sadistic Mm. employment of pain and suffering. Hey, Dave Allison, I want you guys to know something. I I read a text from Dave Allison yesterday talking about shooting raccoons. And Dave, I got it too late. Because he Dave Dave told me, he said, I shoot I have to shoot a lot of them. And he says it's one of the most horrific things that you ever do. And I shot that coon and I could not believe. I couldn't believe how that thing writhed and funked around and kicked its leg as blood, blood squirting out. It was, it was awful. It was awful. It is terrible. Um, it's nasty. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Right? But see, psychopaths enjoy that. They're sadistic. They're, they enjoy seeing you suffer. Hmm? You think they're trying to help you with the economy? Oh, no, 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 no. No, they got a power over you that they're enjoying. Oh, yeah. You got to bow to them, call them, and beg them to do right there. Oh, yeah. That boredom and thrill-seeking behaviors. Number eight, they have a disregard for rules, laws, and the norm. Can anybody say elected officials here? Why would anybody want to be elected? Why would anybody want to be elected? Because Elected officials. Well, that's right. They, they, they don't care about rules, laws, and norms. It's about them. They're going to follow those things. Those are for you. You little folks, that's for you. You follow those. Well, not me. I'm boom. I'm elected. I'm congressman. I'm county commissioner. Who do you think you're talking to? They're unaffected and unafraid of consequences. Why are they unafraid of them? Because they've never been forced to suffer them. Hmm? Boy. A history of childhood behavior problems. I bet you. Oh, I bet you. You know, they say Lindsey Graham's a homo. You know that, don't you? Conservative homo. Never been married. Huh. Hmm. A history, oh, I'm sorry. A trail of short, broken relationships. Exploitation of others for personal gain. Mm. And I've said this before. Sometimes people, look, I'm just going to tell you the truth. Ain't nothing special, right? But sometimes people want to get close to me because they think there'll be benefits in getting close to me. Right? Just like I think, man, what if I could meet General Flynn? Do I want to meet General Flynn because he's a good guy? Or do I want to meet General Flynn because maybe he can do something for me? Right? That's that's the way most narcissists, that's the way psychopath narcissists, where am I? Psychopaths where they are, right? 
exploitation of others for personal gain. Right. Calculated right. and strategic planning. Out. Mike, you're going to go. Calculated and strategic planning going down 15. Hurry up, I want to open it up. Lack of conscience. Wow, huh? Huh? You, they they can look you straight in the eye and lie, and they couldn't care less. Why? Because it's about them. Abnormal ways of thinking. Yeah. How about we make all of America uh, celebrate Sodomy Month? That'd be good, wouldn't it? Huh? That'd be good. Yeah. Think that'd be good out there? Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about arresting people who showed up at at uh, nine at uh, January seventh? That'd be good. Can we arrest some of them? That'd be good. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Normal people don't even think like that. Poor attention span, loss of interest is exact same thing I said to you earlier. They, when you're talking, they can't wait for you to shut up so they can talk. Violent tendencies, abuse or aggression, <clears throat> hostile, and opposition by nature, and they are masters of deception. Boom. Gaslighting. Emotionally manipulate you, make you take a shot, make you wear a mask, threaten, 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 threaten. Oh, man, man. I got one thing I want to show you. A short video. Pull it up, a short vid. Now, Spencer, as we play this, uh, going down, a little video down here. Right here. Okay, now, look, this is only 55 seconds. But, Spencer, I want you to stop at every screenshot so I can comment, okay? This is very, very short. On on narcissism. Go ahead. There's no words. There's no self-centered, arrogant, hungry. Not like anyone you know. Comes some narcissist who fell in love with himself. Go ahead. Traits of a lack of empathy. Feel superior and entitled. Envies others and fantasizes about power. Go back there if you can, Spencer. This is really, really important for us. Do you know people? Do you know people who are incapable of feeling sorry? Right? Betty's refrigerator goes out, and I don't. I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. Oh, I say I do, but I, I don't really care. I don't really care. Go ahead. Some people have few qualities like these. Experts say five or more. Might point to personality disorder. Keep going. Stay positive with somebody if you know they're a narcissist. If you, if, look, they feed off you getting ticked off. You get it? They feed off, don't argue with a narcissist. It fuels them. If you feel annoyed, Try not to show it. Go ahead. Understand that they might be insecure. No kidding. No kidding. Mm. I, I, hey, real quickly, Spence. Go to my Facebook page. Go to Facebook. Just go to Facebook. You go to go to Facebook. Real quick. I don't know if you guys have seen these or not. <clears throat> Scroll on down a little bit, but try to find some of those. Right, uh, no, go on. These these little. Uh, what are they called? Because you guys are making them for me. Keep going, keep going, keep going. No, come on. No, come on. Look at, look at that. Look at the narcissism on Facebook. Look at, guy showing off his fish. Huh? 
narcissism. Narc- and then they're making these little clips. Keep going. People showing off. That's all Facebook is. People showing off about themselves. Uh, where is it? I'm, you know what I'm talking about. No, keep going. There. These little clips. Back up there. These little clips. All the time. And, and you, know what's, you know what's really happened now? Now they're becoming sexual. And girls get up there and they, they dance for 30 seconds and wiggle their boobs and try to get you to look at them. It's sick. It's absolutely sick, the culture and society that, that we've developed. These are called reels and short videos. Click on that girl. Let's see what she, what does she want us all to see about her? Coming his nose at Fox News, challenging them to come after him. I think Fox News has already demonstrated to us that they are unwilling. Okay, you can get that off. That wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Normally it's girls dancing in their skivvies. So folks, this is, this is the spirit. This is what we're there. Here we go. Look at this. Play that. Watch your, guard your eyes. You do this. Take a load off on my private island. Come inside and. Huh? Who would do that? By the thousands, they're doing it. Huh? Right there. Right there. Okay. Okay. One more. Th- uh, now, do I want to show that? I'll save that. Oh, I got to. Can, can I go on a minute? Because uh, I know Mike wants to get in there. I, I, I got to show you one for Mike will get you in and Myra will get you in. There. I got to show you one more thing that absolutely grieved me. I saw it last night. Pull up uh, at the very bottom. The first, no, no. Next to last. Brushfire.com. I, this came across my. Uh, it came across my feed. I thought, what? Truth, freedom, Ohio. What? Victory? Oh, man. Maybe this is like Clay Clark event where they're getting the churches together to fight back against the darkness. So they've organized these things. They're taking these things all around America. I said, Michelle, look what they're doing. Look what I thought was a good thing. I thought it was a good thing. And then I clicked through because there was one here in New Albany, Faith Life Church here in New Albany. Thought, oh man, this will be really good because they're going to get us together and they're going to get us organized and we're going to start fighting, pushing back. Except, Spencer, click on the next link below it. This is this is the one in Ohio. Scroll down. Well, who's going to come and rally us to push back and look? See, look at all the places. Well, look. Whoa, hang on. Kenneth Copeland, Hank Kuhneman. Rick Green, Judge Janine, oh, Jesse Duplantis, Jim Caviezel, oh, Lee Wombatness, Dutch Sheets, oh, oh, Mark Burns, oh, awesome, not awesome, is it? So while the world's gone to hell, we are once again putting stars in Christianity. What the hell could Judge Jeanine Pirro? What is she doing on the same thing with Mike Lindell and, and Caviezel? And, folks, this is the stuff we're dealing with, right? This is not a gathering together of pastors to organize us to fight back. No, no. Let's all get together and we'll all make more money and we'll all be happier and we'll all be more narcissistic. 
Daggum. All right, Mike. Come on in, Mike. Miscavige. Are you there, Mike? You have to unmute. Been waiting a long time to get in. Bobby Lee, go ahead. Mike will figure it out. Okay, so the baseline of narcissism is created by the teachers in every school across the nation that have spent, uh, I've said it before, butt naked on all the college spring breaks, coming back and creating the queens of narcissism while the teachers also behave like wars on every college campus, reinforced by all of the the counselors and the psychological industry out there. Listen, the Bible tells us not to take counsel from ungodly uh, ungodly counsel, but every... (laughs) Every outpatient counseling and 99% of the inpatient places out there are, are, are secular, satanic, God-hating counselors and therapists. So the, the, the entire educational structure and the psychological structure is, well, ran by women that have been, that have been and behaved like whores, training your kids and girls how to continue being narcissistic whores. Well, Bob, hey, by the way, Bob, folks, Bobby works in this field, right? Bobby works in this field. He sees the he sees the results of it, right? And I, I hate to tell you that. No, I don't hate to tell you this. See, much of our leadership is narcissistic. Did you guys Did you guys know this? Uh, uh, let me pick somebody we just saw in there. Hank Kuhneman. I don't know him. Rod Parsley. Boy, some big name pastor. Do you know that when you when you uh, if you invite them to speak at your church? Did you know that they will send you a list of things that they expect to have? They expect to have a, a, a this special drinking water, and they expect to have this kind of snack, and they want you to make sure this, and, and this. And Does it sound like servants? Or are these narcissists, Christian narcissists, training us to be narcissists? That's what's going on. That's what's going on in American churches. Because I just want to be like Mike. I just want to, boy, if I can just be like Hank Kuhneman. By the way, I like Lance Wall now. There's some good ones up there. But Lance, what the hell are you doing hanging out with Jesse Duplantis? Lance. Jeez. I, look, I understand it because I do some of this. I can't, always, I can't always control who else is on the dais. I understand that, right? But this this cheapens. Now, I know what Lance is probably saying. Well, I can get there and get a chance to, to tell them the truth. I'm, I'm, I want to go there and tell them. I, I, I get that, Lance. I do. I do. My goodness, help us. Lord, help us. Judge Janine Perra. What? Huh? Jeez. Roger. Well, I, I think what I often think when we see these groups gathering, and, and I say this with a little hesitancy because I could do better myself, The question I always want to ask these people is, why do you operate so well in the safe zone of the pulpit? Oh, buddy. Or the safe safe zone of the church in particular, right? Of the church. See, they're wonderful on Sunday mornings behind the pulpit. But the follow-up question to all of them is, when was the last time you were in front of an abortion clinic? When was the last time you were at a city council meeting? Yep. And I say this, I could do better. But I also do not operate in the safe zone of the pulpit all the time and pretend 
that I'm influencing. <laughs> That's right. Anybody, I, I brought this up one time to a local person on the radio, and you know him, and I said, uh, you know, you, he, he operates in the safe zone of the pulpit. He got mad at me. Hmm. But that's but that is the truth. Sunday yes. morning, Wednesday night, you are amongst friends. We all can be very prophetic and very revolutionary on Sunday morning on the behind the pulpit. But these people seldom I have found have ever been on the street. That's right. Run like little I could tell you some stories. I could tell you some stories. But I won't. Good, good, uh, good point, Roger. Mike, do you want to get in, Mike? Are you still trying to get in here? Go ahead, Bernie. I know you how you know how to get in here. Yeah. Coach, there's we have this book that came out, was a bestseller. Um, Max Lucado, kids' book. And it was called You Are Special. Okay. And you know, we all like to be special, but we're setting kids up. Just to think, because we're not talking about how special God is. We're just like, oh, you are special. And you're going to just develop. It's not something that the previous generations taught, the, not the great ones. It's, it's something that seems good on the outside, but it, it develops all these wrong tendencies. It's just kind of like when you don't spank kids, they don't learn how to appreciate things. You're not spanking there's, there's just something about doing the right thing that produces, uh, that tells us the truth. And instead of living in a, in a fantasy land where we're just, um, it's reality is just is what you're always going to go back to because you're going to have the bill is going to come due someday. Amen. But okay. we don't teach that, do we? We don't teach that. In fact, it's, it's sick, isn't it? We have Christian stars. Christian stars. That's what this is. This is a star-studded cast, although they won't use that word. That's what it is. I, I was looking, uh, trying to, maybe somebody can figure this out. I wonder what a ticket to that thing costs. You think You think? These, you think Kenneth Copeland's coming for free? Jesse DePlantis, they're coming for free? <laughs> what are my books they'll sell? I, want, I wonder if those guys could ever, what if they got together and said, listen, we're going to organize and we're going to take America back? Oh, That'd be different, wouldn't it? Randy. Go ahead, Bernie. Well, what if we were going to give America back to God? Yeah. Instead of taking it for our own selves. That's right. That's right. That'd be good. Okay. Thank you. Randy. Yeah, Coach, the, the church doesn't understand the difference between the soul and the spirit. They they put everybody in the same boat. The, these super souls, these are these charismatic mind they're great people with great uh, personalities and charismatic and the people who endorse them they love it so they don't they're not the type of people that lay down their life lay down their uh, sacrifice their body and their soul for the kingdom they want what they want out of it so you've got god is going to divide this off coach let them come out let them let them let everybody see that their their gospel really doesn't do anything it just they have no answer for today's problem it's all superficial right and, and they're all still under the 501c3 system they're all still in the babylon system but the normal christian people don't see the difference 
We do because we've pulled out of the system, Coach. We can see the difference. But Amen. everyone has to be where they're at. It takes time for people to start seeing the phony, the fake, and the false. And that's what's going to happen. So, by the way, Randy, a deeply committed Christian, deeply committed Christian, I'm telling you, deeply committed Christian, invited me to this mess. <laughs> what, do you, what do you even say? What do you even say? Myra, come on in. Then Rochelle. Yes, coach. Um, I usually see the narcissistic not coming for therapy. Um, usually um, the ones coming for uh, depression, anxiety. The one married to the nice. narcissist shows up. The one married to the narcissist shows up for therapy, don't they? Yes, that is correct. <laughs> so I, but, but God have good news for all of us. We read in Isaiah fourteen fourteen. I will ascend above all the heights of the crowd. I will be like the most high. So there's a lot of envy and pride in narcissistic. And so the devil, that was the devil said that. That's the devil yes. said that. I, I will be like the God. devil. Yeah, the devil. But they have those characteristics. Uh, they're looking mm. for attention. That's for sure. That's but it is written in Psalm ninety five two to three that. With prayer, everything is possible with God, and they can come to the kingdom. Psalm 95, 2 to 3, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. Hallelujah. Yeah, and they can't wait for that God to bless them. See, that's why people go to church. That God will bless them. Never entered their mind that they would lay down their life for him. Oh, no, 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 I ain't doing that. (laughs) You're you're, coaching that going. You're a radical. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Michelle. Hey, good morning, team. Um, I was listening, you know, as you read down the descriptions of these different characteristics, and I just kind of thought it was funny because, of course, the first thing we do is like, do I do that? Am I a narcissist? And you compare it to others who you know who, okay, definitely they're whatever. But what really jumped out at me is that how young children, little ones, you know, they are all of these things. They think the world revolves around them. That's right. And how... And how important it is that parents, you know, you can raise, It's they're already narcissists. They're already psychopaths. You have to raise it out of them. And how, and I was thinking back to what we did with our kids and in sports and um, something you said about everybody getting a trophy. And um, we can't do that with our children. They've got no. to learn the hard work. They've got to take the hard road. They've got to put the work in and That's then right. get the reward. And um, thanks, Coach. I think this is a great they, topic. They need to learn the fruits of defeat. Oh, I'm telling you, boy. I'm Amen. Telling you. Amen. There's nothing worse than a team that wins all the time. That's right. They're so spoiled. Yep. Yeah. That's Amen, right. Coach. Right. Amen. 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 Dale and then Lorian. Yeah, Coach. When I look at that list and I see uh, people like uh, Jesse Duplantis, brother, you're going to need forget the snacks. You're going to need an airport to land his private jet. And he's going to, you're, they do demand a certain speaker's speed sure, sure. with an offering on top of that, brother. And I think what we need to do, just my opinion, maybe we can move your national event uh, down to Jesse's place over here. His no, third- Dale, Dale <laughs> hang on a minute. Dale, they're doing this event 
in New Albany, about 25 miles away, at the exact same time we're doing our annual. Oh, let's go. Come on. I'll bring some signs. Let's go, coach. Let's go. <laughs> and ask, Je- well, if Jesse's going to be there, maybe we can use Jesse's house and you guys come here because he's got 35,000 square foot of house that's five miles from my church. So we can do our service at the church and we can all sleep. He would never find us in his house. 35,000 square foot house, coach. I wish that I had Jesse's house. I wish that I had Jesse's house. Make a song. And I'm walking. How can I find a preacher like that, like Jesse's house? Lorraine, come on in. That's a a star song, coach. That's great. (laughs) Revelation 21, 8 says, but the cowardly, and it starts out with the cowardly, and then unbelieving and admonable, abominable murderers, sexually immoral sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Mm-hmm. And that's where everybody's deceived at. You know, they think that, you know, they, everybody thinks because they're going to church that it's, it's, it's fine. But if you're a coward and you don't stick up, I'm running for state rep. And it's because I am the grassroots. I was specifically asked because I was the grassroots raising, being a single mom, raising a special needs child. I know what it's like to lay down my life. And I've consistently told them, you know, there's votes, there's votes at the food pantry. There's votes at pads. There's votes, you know, if you get involved in the community and and be the be the changing i'm i'm running for office because i want to make a difference because the way the mm-hmm. lord's laid it on my house on my heart is that i can talk all i want and it's just like i said yesterday you can either be a hearer of the word or the doer of the word i stood in front of the largest the largest uh baby kill mill in the city of chicago last month and i prayed there and these people everybody's getting arrested because they're because they're going there because you can't even hand out tracts or Bibles anymore in front of an abortion clinic. And if we don't raise our voices for those who are appointed to die and we stay silent, no action is still an action. No response is still a response. And you have to decide how the Lord is calling you. And then we need people like the huddle to come around, like, you know, people who are doing that. Like Claudine is a state rep. And she's one of the most awesome people that I know in her Amen. state. Amen. Amen. That's what we, that's what we got to do. <laughs> we have to, we, oh my goodness. Mm. I wish that I had Jesse's plane. I wish that I had Jesse's plane. I, I, it's, it's unbelievable, folks. So there we see the spirit of the age, spirit of the time is the spirit of narcissists. And it is everywhere you look, right? Everywhere you look. And unfortunately, just like everything else, nothing good was ever accomplished without good old-fashioned hard work, including overthrowing the forces of darkness. Gow, what a time to be alive. Blessings. Have a great weekend. See you Monday morning.